Hi, and welcome to the first episode of So Friends, where me, Sofia Sion, rants about all the things that you need to hear, from mental health to productivity and motivation. I cover it all. So let's get right to it. This week, for my first ever episode, I decided to talk about fear, because fear is such an important factor in all of our lives. Fear has stopped me and motivated me, on the other hand, from doing so many things. And growing up, fear was never a big part of my life because I never actually got to think about the consequences and I just went really headstrong with everything. However, when certain points of my life happened, like when I lost my friends or when my boyfriend left me at the time or when my grandmother died, fear was a very key factor in everything that was going on. So fear was always a key point in our life and it's a pivotal driver of our actions and the lack of. And believe it or not, sometimes fear even protects us and that's why we feel it. However, we are here talking about fear because fear can initially be a bad thing. Personally, fear has affected my personal life in the terms of I didn't give anyone a chance for over three years because I was very scared of what's going to happen. Therefore, I missed so many amazing things that could have happened, including amazing partners who could have been great life lessons. But because of the fact, what if they hurt me the, the way he did? Because he hurt me in such a way that I just felt such a big trauma. Trauma was all over in my life. I couldn't sleep for six months because that was the first time that actually I dated someone who was nice and someone who had my best interests at the time. And that breakup defined me in ways that I still discover today, four years later. It's defined me in the way that I became this person who just stopped doing things and started hiding in my own little world and I was making excuses. Oh, I'm too busy. I don't want a guy. I need to learn how to be on myself. And of course, all of those are completely valid reasons. However, you shouldn't let yourself feel that type of a fear because relationships have always been a come and go they're here now they're not here tomorrow you never know if they're going to last or not but you should try your best to do it and when you're feeling fear you should try to get over it for me getting over that fear took three years if i could take it back i probably would but I don't, I don't see that happening anymore because if I took it back, I wouldn't be the person I was. But maybe I would have been a better person. Who knows? The second fear that I personally dealt with in my life is marketing and my professional fears. As someone who started writing at a very young age and was really good at it, I became a good writer very fast. When I started to apply for my first job ever at the age of 16 by writing an email saying, hey, I like your company, I want to write for you. I didn't really know what fear is. 
until very, very recently. But marketing, something I decided that I want to do, but I don't have the experience. I just have the will, the heart to do it is something that was very powerful in terms of fear. It was something that defined me in a way that I didn't want to be defined. And one day I just woke up and realized I'm not going to let it define me. I'm going to try and overcome my fears. However, fears as powerful as they are, I am experiencing them even right now. I did like three pre-recordings of this to know how I'm going to sound. Is it going to be enough? I tried to write script notes. And when I saw that it's just 500 words, I was like, how am I going to manage at least a 20 minute point for this to be a podcast? And my head just started spinning around. I've always been a person who had a lot of problems with overthinking. Overthinking for me got to such a serious point that on my last birthday, I had so much overthinking thoughts that I actually had a headache. And that's not a good thing. Thinking about things, analyzing them is one thing, but overthinking is a complete different one. And that was also a very special moment in my life where I realized that I can't let fear define me. And one of the things that helped me most with my fear, I was reading this book by Mark Manson. And in that book, I found my overall favorite quote that I always share it with everyone who's experiencing this, which is, if you're depressed, you're living in the past. If you're anxious, you're living in the future. If you're at peace, you're present. And every single time I catch myself overthinking, I say these words to myself. And I have to be honest, for a year and a half, I don't really have overthinking thoughts or headaches the way I did for my last birthday. Another thing that I want to talk about is the fear of consistency. Um, as I wrote in the previous blog post on extrovert in a world of introverts, which you can find in the link below, I have all, I've never been consistent. I would get a job and I would take three months to accomplish it and to learn it. I mean, approximately three months. It was never exactly three months. But like, you know, it was just a certain period of time that I would need to master it. And then I would start doing my job automatically, which meant doing mistakes, failing to show up on time, and just my overall motivation for my work declined. That's why at the age of 22, I've moved into three companies span of one year, which is too much, I guess. To this day, I've never been in a place where I'd be there for more than a year. There's not a company to this day that I haven't been there for a year. I decided that they want to change that. But my fear of consistency shows up even more in my blog, in the way I write and in the way I do. Like right now, I am struggling to start a marketing class, which I should have done at the beginning of quarantine. But I just can't make myself do it. I keep postponing it because I am very deeply afraid that I am going to fail or succeed because succeeding means there has to be another step. 
and those steps can be even scarier than the initial one. But we can't let fear divide us. We can't let fear control us. And that's why I am doing this podcast to tell you how I personally deal with fear through my biggest and most personal and intimate moments of my life that fear has brought up. The first thing that I want to talk about as a solution to fear is writing down. Recently, I discovered the power of journaling and writing things down, which as a writer, it should be a given, but actually it never was. I never had, I never had the will to consistently write. I just never did. But writing out my fears makes me acknowledge them how no matter how abstract or irrational they are. It means they are my fears and they exist. Actually, jokingly, I was talking to this girl, Anna. Shout out to Anna. We've never met, but she's like the number one person (laughs) that I always talk about. And she has my back more than some people who actually physically met me. So shout out to Anna. Thanks, Anna. And me and Anna were on a video chat last night and Anna was like, dude, why did you wrote that last post? And I'm like, well, I needed to acknowledge my fears. She's like, yeah, but like when I was reading it, I could really feel so fighting with her demons, like smashing the sword all over and just like and bashing everyone with the knives. I could really feel that. But then, because I usually wear glasses, Anna said, when I put on my glasses, I saw Soph sitting on a chair and just waving at the air with her sword. To that jokingly, I said, oh, was it a lightsaber? And we laughed, of course, because I'm such a Star Wars fan. And the point of her metaphor was the fact that all my fears are in my head. And everyone keep telling me for weeks, come on, Soph, like, start, be consistent, start doing this. And to this day, I could never do it. It took me announcing on Instagram that I am going to do an episode of So Friends as a podcast to actually start recording this. And not only that it took forever, but I needed, I always need to show up on Instagram and say I'm going to do something in order for me to do it. If I don't do that, nothing's going to happen. Another example of me writing down my fears, I started dating this guy almost two months ago. Yay, anniversary. When we first met, I already had a bunch of red flags because that's me in my head sabotaging myself the way I normally do. I remember writing him a really long post at around 3 a.m. about all the things that worry me about him. It was written in bullet points. It was written with numbers, with very deep explanations. It was like basically I'm writing an article for my blog. But writing them, not only I showed it to him and I shared my concerns, which having a partner is always very important. Sharing is caring, people. Don't ever forget that. But it made me realize that I feel those things and I have a right to feel all those things. I have the right to feel like he's a mama's boy. I have the right to feel uh, like I am scared what's going to be of our future, whether I'm going to become more possessive. Because it's a long-distance relationship, how are we going to balance not physically being present? So 
writing it all down definitely made me face those fears because now two months in the relationship all of those fears have gone one by one and I actually reread them and I was like oh I'm not feeling this anymore and they're not in my head anymore and because not only did I overcome it it became clear as a day that those fears are very irrational the second thing that I want to talk about is evaluate and analyze but don't overthink about it. Depending on the fear you're experiencing, some fears can actually be evaluated and analyzed. For example, if you are struggling with the idea whether to open up a new business or not, or whether to start being a blogger or starting a podcast, you should evaluate the things like I did. Before I actually started recording this, I read a lot of articles how to actually prepare a podcast, and I can share them with you if you want to, or how opening up a business would be like. What are the things that you need to know before you do that? What are the risks? Can you lower them? Can you make them better? What are the solutions that you have for those? All of these are very, very important things when it comes to fear, because analyzing and seeing things how they really are, they can actually show you the real light of the problem or fear you're experiencing. In the case of opening a blog or starting to record a podcast, seeing that so many people have done it and ways to actually do that and to follow those steps make it so much easier. It's a fact that your fear initially won't go, but Sometimes all you need to do is break the ice. That's the third thing I want to talk about, which is go head first. In all my life, I have always been a go-getter. I've always been a person who does things. But recently, having all these fears, I started to become this very scared person that doesn't want to take a chance because of everything that I can lose. But going head first is something that I always done. I'm even doing it with this podcast. I am mortified about how this is going to go off in the public, how you all of you are going to react. Am I even going to achieve the 20 minute mark? Like I have all those concerns still, but I decided to do it. There are two ways to get into the water. The first one is to take your time chilling in the sun, splashing a little bit, and it takes 30 minutes to get in the water, which defeats the purpose. The second, a little bit more unsafe version, is that you splash yourself immediately with water and you dive in. At first, it's always a little cold, but you get used to it. And I personally believe that that's the one thing you should absolutely do. For me, the very important things about being afraid was when I was listening to a podcast with Matthew Hussey and he actually said, are we going to be afraid of being hurt and not feeling anything worth feeling ever again? Or do we trust each other? And sure, sometimes we get hurt, but we actually get to experience something nice. And at that moment... I decided that I am not going to let my personal fear to define how I'm going to live my life. And why the guy I'm dating right now, shout out to him because he's the best, and he really wanted me to do this, (laughs) that he showed up. 
I think it was like a week a week after or something like that. Second of all, as many of you know, I underwent some heavy surgery two months ago. Not only was I mortified from surgery, but what came after surgery was even scarier. Because every single week I would get better, I would need to go to the hospital and experience pain. The problem with that was that I never knew or the doctors knew what's going to happen. And there was always a moment or moments actually where I, even the doctors were discussing what's going to happen and fear was just taking over my body. How they're going to hurt me, how I have no one with me. There was a lot of fear. But the one thing I always did was show up for my checkups. Till this day, I did not miss a single checkup. I was mortified on the way to the hospital in the car. But the scariest moment of it all was when the doctor laying on the chair, she would say to me, okay, Soph, this is gonna hurt a lot, but I need you to take it. Okay, it's gonna hurt a lot, but it's just three seconds. I need you to hold it on for those three seconds. Can you please, please do that? And I actually did it. Here I am. I can say healthy, thank God. I survived all of those fears. So have that in mind. Next time you feel fear and you feel like it's going to define you or it's going to change you your life, remember that fear can actually stop you from doing something right. And don't let fear define you. You are so much more than fear. And you should be fearless for things you need to do. Fear can sometimes be good and remember that as well because fear can save you. But most of the times I really advise on going head first. Just dive into the deep baby and there's nothing you can do about it. Thank you all for listening. If you like this episode, I would appreciate if you like it, comment it and share it with everyone you think that would like this episode and would want to know what I'm talking about. So I guess I'll catch you next week on Sunday. Bye!